0: Hi there, Scott Rockfile back with a podcast review for you, going to talk about the 2023 film Godzilla Minus One. The short version of this review is I'm a Godzilla fan from way back. This is the best Godzilla movie that's ever been made. Well, at least from Japan's point of view, and I thought it was awesome. So don't listen to any spoilers. Don't listen to the review. Just go see it on the biggest screen possible. This is better than any Godzilla movie deserves to be. It's a real story with real characters that you care about. And even if Godzilla wasn't in the movie or wasn't as important in the movie, you would care about these characters. Like you didn't want these characters to die in any way because you liked the characters. I don't can't think of... Now, not talking about the American movies. Let's just talk about the 33 Toho-produced films. The original movie was Japan's response to World War II, atomic attacks, that kind of thing. And the first movie is a very somber, very serious movie. For the other 31 movies in between those two films, they were all kind of kids' movies, kind of. I mean, you know, we had to sit through really boring plots to get through to the scenes where guys in giant rubber suits would destroy buildings and towns and all that kind of stuff. And monsters fighting each other and all that. 31 films, Right. Then Toho couldn't make one for the last few years because America had the rights and was making their own, which I do enjoy the Godzilla and Kong movie so far. The trailer they just debuted over the weekend for the new one looks interesting, to say the least. But anyway, we're talking about Godzilla minus one. This is a Toho produced full Japanese production in Japanese, subtitled two hours long. So if that makes you go, well, then there. If you don't mind subtitles, though, go see this in the theater like support it now this is i was into the characters i shed a tear at the end not for the monster i i don't know what else to say i I don't know that any movie of this nature has ever moved me like this one moved me i cared about the characters so i think the trailers have done a terrible job setting it up and i think that's good the less you know the better going into this there are some surprises when you find out it takes place at the end of world war ii people immediately think oh it's going to be kind of old school or whatever oh no this has some surprises in it I didn't see coming and I'm a lifelong fan. I have heard from reviewers who are not fans who said this is a great movie. I went with all ages, people who liked Godzilla, people who've never seen Godzilla and everybody in my group liked the movie. Everybody walked out and went, that was great. Nobody no complaints. The movie was made for 15 million dollars. Think about that. 15 million dollars. So far it's gross 35. Uh, bring this guy to Hollywood. The director, who also wrote it and did the visual effects, is Takashi Yamazaki. This is his third film. He made some other short films. He made a movie about um, the big uh, supercarrier Yamato. I want to see that from a few years ago. I want to see that. But he was given the green light to make a Godzilla movie after doing some special effects stuff. And he worked on the script for three years. This is a typical old school kind of war action movie with some comedy bits and some drama and some seriousness. And... And it just happens to have Godzilla in it. To give you a little bit of the setup, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but I'm going to tell you about the first 15 minutes or so. We open with a a, a kamikaze pilot who is basically chickening out. (laughs) He says he's got plane problems and he lands on a small island to get his plane fixed. They don't find any problems with it. while they're discussing this and he's trying to avoid being called all sorts of names because kamikaze pilots don't come home, they're attacked by a young, smaller Godzilla, Right. He and the mechanic are the only ones who survive this attack. And he goes back to Japan. He goes back to Tokyo to find out that his house has been destroyed. His parents are dead. Um, his next-door neighbor hates him because, again, kamikaze pilots don't come home. He's a failure as far as that goes. And he meets a woman that has a small child. The child is not hers. And they kind of form this little family unit. And so that carries the first part of the story. This is the beginning of the film. We have a Godzilla attack, obviously, that he survives and that... Deals with all the other stuff he's got going on in his life. And then while they're telling the story of these characters and what they're going through after the war and all that, we get a little bit of the Godzilla story that they basically relate it to. Well, Godzilla was there at the Bikini Atoll for the atomic test. Not only was he in it, he survived it and it changed him. And that's where the surprises begin and that's where the movie takes off. The idea to make it a serious. Movie about broken people, PTSD, war, tragedy, and make that the backbone of the movie and not make it about the monster, and then make the monster a terrifying beast. This is the original Godzilla. This is not the, the anti hero or the, the guy you want to see win. This is a, a, a something the directors called it somewhere between a giant beast and a god. The, the the people on these small islands just knew about it for years, that he would just come ashore every once in a while and wreak some havoc and then go back into the water. It was us with the atomic testing and stuff that changed him and made him more. So that's the really first 15, 20 minutes movie. It's a two-hour film, so I'm not giving anything away. Some of the things that happened in the movie with the characters, the camaraderie, the, the country coming together at their lowest point to, to try and defeat this, it's more patriotic than a lot of American movies I've seen in the last decade or so. This movie works on all sorts of levels. you got characters you care about. The special effects are incredible. That This was only made for $15 million. I'm blown away. I had no idea when I was sitting there. I knew it wasn't a big budgeted movie, but I'm sitting there watching this on the big screen going, the effects are incredible. This is not a CG fest like we do over here. This is still old school special effects, just done incredibly well, incredibly detailed. Matter of fact, I couldn't tell. Throughout the entire movie, there's like one scene with like a train that I thought, okay, that looks a little bit like a model. But everything else, very real. Godzilla is tangible. He is a physical thing in the frame. The way they framed him, the way they gave him scale, the way they shoot him, it's cinematic. It's This movie blew me away on all levels, and I really went in expecting a decent Godzilla movie. But what I got was a really good movie that's also a Godzilla movie. Again, it's two hours of Japanese subtitled in, in English. Um, it is a little bit dark and downbeat, but I'm telling you, I had teenagers in my group that also love this movie who were used to watching subtitled stuff and said, that was great. Characters you care about, a story you care about, great special effects, drama, comedy, it's all in this movie. It's as it's classic a quintessential movie as I can name Looking back on 2023, as I'm starting to make my list of best movies of the year, it's a very short list when I go, well, Oppenheimer, Godzilla minus one. I'll come up with the rest of them. I mean, it's that good a movie. Not that it compares to a Christopher Nolan movie, but again, this is much better than a Godzilla movie has any right to be. Real characters, real story, real cinematography. The whole nine yards, when it was over, everybody in the theater, We were all impressed with it, and I cannot wait to own it. I did find out right before we recorded this that uh, Amazon is going to carry it on Prime at some point. They haven't announced a date yet, but they have announced they will carry it. I don't know about a home video release or anything like that. It just opened on December 1. It's in IMAX theaters across the country. Go see it in IMAX if you can. It was really great. I don't know what else to say about it without getting into spoilers. The acting is great. Uh, The lead actor has been acting. He was a child prodigy as an actor, so to speak. Um, and he's been acting for 25 years, you can tell. He brings it home. It's his reactions at the end that made me so emotional, The the all the characters' reactions. It, quality from beginning, I just never expected a Godzilla movie to affect me, to be this entertaining, to be this much of a real movie. I went expecting your typical Godzilla, Japanese Godzilla movie, you know, guys in rubber suits falling into buildings. It's not that. And Hollywood can learn a thing or two about budgets. $50 million budget. It's all on the screen. It takes place at the end of World War II in the 40s. Um, seamless. Amazing that he could do this for that. Bring this guy to Hollywood and let um, Takashi Yamazaki start making American movies. I would watch anything. He has asked if they would let him make one more Godzilla movie. And please let him make one more. And then I'm let him do whatever he wants. Dude's a really good director, writer, and special effects dude all in one guy. That's a modern kind of, you know, jack-of-all-trades. Anyway, Godzilla Minus One, it is now playing in theaters around the country. Go see it at the theater. Don't wait for streaming. It, it'll be fine at home, but with the surround sound and the big screen and the bombastic you know, explosions and Godzilla roar, you're not going to watch it that loud at home. Go see it at the theater. You're really going to have a fun time. It was a very enjoyable flick. I would highly recommend it to anybody who has any interest in any kind of movie like that. Really good I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for listening to this podcast. A lot more on the way. Um, And we have a lot to talk about. Stay tuned and thanks for listening.